Hello and welcome to the Hunter's Hub. This is your host, Fortuan, for uh, our video game podcast, Born of the Monster Community. And welcome, Ace. You threw me off with the clap again, but I know I told you to do that. Yeah, I also <laughs> extended it out this time, too, to extra throw you off. Yeah, yeah, it worked. Uh, <laughs> oh, I am. Uh, do that good old uh, stereotypical Wisconsin outset. Uh, uh, outset. Accent. There you go. What, like when... It's like the... The nasally one, the, the clamp. Well, that, I was also going to say, there's also the uh, Simpsons meme of the... Say the line, Bart! Bag. <laughs> yeah. Because apparently in certain regions of wisconsin people pronounce bag as bag or mm-hmm. some weird there's some weird weird slant on it got yeah yeah I, I i don't watch a lot of simpsons i've only seen possibly a handful of episodes mm-hmm. over the years just one of those shows that i missed like i think my number one show that i want to watch just ha- haven't really found an opportunity is um Oh, what it, the one about soccer? The guy who was hired as a soccer coach but was a football coach. What is his name? I feel like you're talking about Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso, there you go. I want to see Ted Lasso, and then number two is King of the Hill. And then you definitely need to watch King of the Hill. King of the Hill is classic. Timeless. And then, yeah. Um, and welcome, Sasha. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, tonight <laughs> we are doing um, alternate costumes in games or, or costumes uh, in video games. Uh, you can interpret it how you like. I, I One of them is like just like a normal armor in a game for me but everything else is an alternate like unlocked slash different costume for the character throughout the game for me um this is kind of an uh, idea i came up with uh during the week because you know it's kind of a weird week for us here in the united states because uh right after thanksgiving and christmas is coming up and i'm sure we're all doing our Christmas shopping and whatnot. I did a lot of mine last night online. Mm-hmm. Not all of it, though. I did a little bit. A little bit. I basically did, like, all, uh, uh, not all, but most of my friend shopping last night. Most of it. And then I still got stuff for the girls to do, I think. I don't know. It's hard to tell because I'm not Santa this year, so I'm not really sure how much I should do or what level. So, yeah, we'll see. Um, uh, part of this uh, costume idea came up to me because I've been playing, as I mentioned last week, Coromon. And Coromon has alternate skins for your Coromon that are unlocked. So you can just make them look different. Um, they also have alternate skins based on their potential level. So if they're perfect or 
potent potential, which is just means stronger, they actually look different. Uh, and I, some of them are pretty cool looking. Um, I've actually seen the perfect for a couple of the monsters. And to be honest, I like either the default or the potent skin more than the perfect, even though the perfect is more powerful. Mm-hmm. So if I do get a perfect monster and there is like an option to change the skin cosmetically, I may do that. Cause like one of them gets turned all white, like literally all white, like claws, eyes, teeth, everything. And you just get outlines and I'm like, that looks dumb. I don't, I don't want that. Doesn't even look albino. It just looks like a ghost and it's a ground type thing. So I'm like, eh, no thanks. So looking at the skins for that, since I've been playing that quite a bit, I was just thinking like, hey, what was our favorite alternate costumes for things? I don't have any from Coromine in this list because uh, I haven't really used any yet. But I do have stuff from games I have played and some ones that I'm pretty fond of, fond of and I'm pretty sure you guys have some because like, that's a lot, that's a big thing and stuff like, Dead Space for a while was alternate costumes. I'm sure. I'm 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 hoping there's a Dead Space one in there. I'm not sure, but I'm hoping <laughs> there is. Ah. As expected. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, and there's the Fallout and all those games. Uh, Mass Effect. Uh, some of the stuff in Mass Effect. Even pure, like I just did some light browsing online to see like top ten list. I've seen a couple Mass Effect skins pop up. Or, or alternate costumes for people. So, yeah. Um, so who wants to lead us off tonight? Uh, I mean, I can. Okay. Not a big deal. Uh, so I don't really have a picture of it to send. Uh, but one of mine is from World slash Iceborne for mm-hmm. Monster Hunter. Um, and this is a personal one that I would make. It wasn't like... Well, I think it was armor armor pieces initially with the collaborations that they had, but then I did the layered skins. Mm-hmm. So what I would do is I would take the Dante's uh, collaboration or Devil May Cry. Mm-hmm. Is it Dante or? It's Dante. Yeah, I wasn't sure. Um, I'd take the leather jacket and the pants put them to black and then uh, basically match up the rest of the armor as best as I could just to make it look like a normal like a, normal person. Like a dark, um, dark trench coat hunter? No, actually, um, I misspoke. The pants I would turn gray and the jacket would stay black and then I'd take the uh, Rajang him was it the great sword that looked like the giant bat mm-hmm. the, sp- the spiked bat and i would recreate negan from the walking dead in oh. monster Hunter and beat the crap out of monsters with my uh personal negan armor interesting okay and do severe amounts of negative affinity but yes well there's also the there was later the uh layered weapons and i think that was one of them okay Maybe. otherwise yeah, they... i just 
then layered to the rocket greatsword because obviously who who doesn't love the rocket greatsword yeah it was a really great design idea kudos to the to the fan that did that i don't remember who what their name was but it's a pretty iconic sword in the series because of that yep so negan i only saw him in like advertisement reels so like did the dante hair fit that or did you do a different hairstyle i did a different hairstyle with like the customizability of your character and doing like a just like one of the apps or whatever that was just like invisible and let you see your hairstyle yeah okay so basically let me download this sending it to the planning chat basically would look like that except with a giant ass rajang bat bat sword yeah instead of wrapped with barbed wire yeah mm-hmm. it was a close oh, approximation I've seen that actor in other things yep and he's going to be in season 4 of the boys they just uh, debuted the trailer for that today. I'll have to look that up later. I, I've definitely, I don't remember what I've seen him in, but I've definitely seen him before. Um, he's also been in a bunch of recent movies. He was in that movie um, Fall, which is those two female friends that get stuck up on a old telephone tower. No, That's like 2,000 feet high in the desert. Um, he was also in uh, 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 Watchmen, the movie. Okay. I've seen he that. Was, uh, yeah, he was a comedian, so he gets killed like right away. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know the comedian. Was he? Wow. He was also the dad. He also gets killed right your... away. <laughs> in what? supernatural <laughs> well not right away but at like that i mean pretty early season. considering the lifespan of the show yeah how long is yeah, supernatural he, like how many seasons 15 like 14, seasons something like that yeah 15 Four. seasons holy and shit they have a spin-off that's like a prequel series don't know if it's continuing into a second or third season i think it was only on the first and now there are talks of a supernatural revival in the works so who knows there might be a a uh, revival series or a limited run series or maybe even a movie that's coming out who knows I mean they did 11 seasons with The Walking Dead and now they're doing a bunch of spin-off series which are actually really good like they actually reinvented the wheel for the series Uh, okay. Yeah. There we go. Supernatural. My One of my jokes with his name is uh, because he plays a father in so many things is Jeffrey Dad Morgan. So we'll have to see whose uh, father he is in the, in the boys. Oh, wait. A revival series? Season 15 was in 2019. 
That's not a long time between finishing and revival. Okay. I don't know. We'll have to see what it is if it does become a thing. Okay. I'm looking at it. Bundle and save. Supernatural. How much is it? $150. No thanks. That's not oh, bad. No. The uh, Blu-ray, I think, was like 250 or $300. Oh, sure. It's, I, I mean, yeah. it's $10 a season, but no. But just <laughs> for him to get pissed off over the Wendigo episode again and not, yeah. not finish it. And that it, was episode no. two, guys. Do you that have was Netflix? episode two. <laughs> I do. Do you have Netflix? Whole series is on Netflix, so you don't need to spend the money on it. True, I uh, I got I got a hold of some pretty good movies recently. Speaking about that, um, did you guys ever see Strays? The movie's hilarious. I have not yet. Nope. So it's an R-rated like animals talking to each other. Like a lot of kids' movies are like that, where the animals can talk and they go on an adventure or whatever. Uh, but it's an R-rated version with Will Ferrell playing a dog who was left by his owner who thinks they're playing a game of what they call fetch and fuck, uh, which is, he says fetch, he gets the ball, and then if the dog comes back, the guy says fuck because he didn't want the dog to come back. So um, Reggie, who's the name of the dog that Will Ferrell plays, thinks that that's the game doesn't realize he's trying to be abandoned and he's just really good at getting home from really far away. Well, this yeah. time he drives like, like a whole state over drops him off in like a big city and just run, just goes away. Uh, and in the really long, it's like a couple hour car drive, uh, uh -huh. to where he went and he notices some landmarks along the way. He said the giant, there was, there was the giant cone, um, the the crazy wheel of lights or something like that and then the devil in the sky and the devil in the sky reveal because they don't tell you like they don't show you what the devil in the sky is he's just like you see what the other two landmarks are they don't say it at the time but you could just sort of see them as the as he passes and they sort of focus in on it as like a little hint further on but they don't do that with the devil in the sky one you have no idea what that is. And then they get to that joke, and it's so funny. Um, but it is a hard R pet movie. Um, mm -hmm. And he finds, uh, he finds a, a, like a little, one of those tiny little weird bug-eyed dogs uh, is another stray that kind of teams up with him and tries to show him the ropes. Uh, voiced by Jamie Foxx. And then... Uh, two other dogs that aren't strays, but they'll come along for the adventure. Um, mm -hmm. One's like a a collie, and the other one's like this giant. I think he's a dame, um, but the the I don't remember the the woman who plays the collie. But the guy who plays the dame is the guy from the blockbuster show. Mm. Uh, he's also in. Um, I think he's in Crazy Rich Rich, rich Asians. 
I don't know who you're talking about. I just don't know what his name is. Yeah, I don't know what his but name I can, is. Like, I can see his face. That sort of nice guy that he is in Blockbuster is kind of like what his personality is, is this giant Great Dane. Really funny show. Sure. Like, there's like a drug trip where they eat too much mushrooms, and then like they're cussing everyone out all the time, and they're just like the perspective of what a dog thinks people are doing. Like, there's this mystery. They're always trying to figure out why people pick up their poop. They don't understand why. And they think that poop is made into chocolate because they're not, no one's allowed to eat mm. it. So they think that people harvest poop for chocolate and it's just so funny. Oh, it's such a funny movie. I showed my dad and my brother yesterday. Um, but yeah, that's what, I, that's the kind of stuff I've been watching recently instead. And Christmas movies. Cause it's Christmas time. Like Scrooged and eight crazy nights. Mm-hmm. Ripley has discovered Elf. Uh oh. I don't. I don't think I can do it. I'm just gonna be straight up. I don't think I can do like a whole season of that shit. Elf is good once a year for me. <clears throat> I can't. I'm just like not a Christmas person, so like Elf is is a touch too much. Yeah. You know. I'm more of like a Christmas vacation sure. kind of person. Have you seen Violent Night? Not yet. It's a pretty good. I'll one. be watching that though. It's this, a, this season. It's a good one. Not not Ripley friendly, but a very good one. That's all right. <laughs> all right. Um, so, got sidetracked there from all 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 that stuff, but Negan. In Monster Hunter, mm-hmm. essentially, you're you're created Negan. We should say. Yep. Okay. All right, Sasha. Do you have one? How many, I don't even. How many do you have? Actually. Um. I mean, I have. I have five. Me too. Okay. But like, they're not all alternate costumes. I don't know. We'll get into it. Sure. I guess. Yeah. So hit um, us with your first one. Yeah. So I pretty much enjoyed playing Marvel versus Capcom games mm-hmm. for the skins, like just to unlock different colors. Yeah. And I understood they had play... a lot. Oh yeah. Just like play dress up with all your characters and like make little themed team colors and stuff. So I particularly enjoyed beating my brother's ass in pink and purple. So, mm-hmm. um, my my preferred team um i liked tron bon and she had like a nice pink like machine to sit in okay and bb hood had a purple like like instead of wearing the red riding hood costume she wore it was all in shades of purple and i liked to fight with the cactus amingo and he also had a pink outfit or okay. i would fight with the mummy and Karis, and he also had a pink outfit so it was just really fun to beat his ass in pink so do a do a girl squad kind of thing kind of yeah um but i i would do similar stuff like that with uh the marvel ultimate alliance games too just like change their outfits to make them look like they were on like a bowling alley team or something okay (laughs) yeah yeah okay so yeah, you're just using what was already in the game to 
Even well, though they were alternate? Yeah, because you would... Yeah, I mean, like, specifically, we played a lot of Marvel vs. Capcom 2 on mm. Dreamcast. Mm-hmm. So, in that one, like, that was the only reason I played. It was the only reason for replayability was you would get, like, credits. Or no, I think there were gold coins. And then you would unlock different skins. And you could... I don't know how the other games are because I haven't truthfully played any of the other Marvel versus Capcom games mm-hmm. past two, but only three would pop up in the shop. And one of them would be like an ultra rare and would be a lot more costly than the others. And it's just luck of the draw of what you ended up getting. It was like pulling uh, packs and you might not even be able to afford it. So random mm. every time you went into the shop. So sometimes... You'd have to wait a really long time to get a skin that you liked. Yeah. Hmm. I only barely played the Marvel vs. Capcom series. Like, I played it at a friend's house one time. And it was like a friend of a friend's house. I don't even remember why we were there. Oh, yeah, we played. we played it so much that my mom would make us mute the, the menu screen. Because that, like... I want to take you for a ride mm-hmm. song would be like playing on loop and she couldn't stand it. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not that song again. Turn it off. Yeah. I, yeah. That's very parent. Mm-hmm. That's a very parent thing. I, yeah. I didn't have anything yeah. specifically like that, but my dad would be like, all right, you're done. I want the TV. That would be like a thing for a while. when we didn't have her eventually I got my own TV, but it was in the same room. Just like in a different part of the room. And dad would be like, mute it. And I'm like, but I need to be able to. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the pink squad. All right. Yeah. Yeah. My, uh, this is the only one that is, uh, that is just like a default look. You just had to equip it. Uh, and it hasn't returned in Monster Hunter for a long time. Uh, but it's on the pod chat is the Monoblos armor for Monster Hunter, which is essentially just black and red with a bunch of spikes. And one of the cool things that I like about it, and it's shown in this one uh, specifically, is the chest piece specifically looked like the face of the monster with its horn on its face. So you actually got to wear like something that looked like the monster and it was like really cool and spiky looking uh and it looks almost the exact same between the male and the female which i thought was really cool i was like they get to wear the cool spiky armor too because like most of the male and female costumes are extremely different uh back then and today so (laughs) they are i you know not not for I know. I was making a joke. But, like, not a lot of the armors, you know, it didn't matter to me. I, I played a guy. I didn't I didn't deal with the skimpy armor issues that, that people had. Um, but, like, I thought it was cool. It was just like, hey, if I was playing a girl character, I would also look like this. Like, this is exactly what I would look like. Because I, personally, in a game, I like the full armored look. I like I like to have the helmet on. I like the idea of being like fully decked out in armor for a defensive thing. There's not many games where I like to have like a show my face kind of deal. Um, I think I talked about that specifically in Monster Hunter Stories because like it, it 
auto removed your helmet and I was like, nope, we're going to wear the helmet because now I'm just going to feel like a total asshole and not talk with my eyes at people. Um, I don't know. You hate the silent protagonism. Except in for that, like in that the one last in particular, of the, of the story. That's that doesn't count. They literally say one thing. Ratha. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I just I've always liked the look of that armor. I like the color scheme. I don't normally like red. I don't wear a lot of black and red things. I don't. Green is my favorite color. I, t- I tend to stick to that. But I thought it looked really cool. And I've wanted to see the armor come back. And it came back, uh, I think it was in Generations Ultimate, as like a like a layered armor thing you could do. But that was it. If you remember, they had those layered armors you could get from trading. Um, yeah. I think it was one of those. It was like, cool, but I want the actual armor because it gives attack up large. But, yeah. Here we are. That's it uh, for that one. Just Monoblos' armor. It just looks really cool to me. So, uh, second one for you, Ace. My second one is actually two. Both from the Miles Morales Spider-Man game. The uh, Into the Spider-Verse suit and the uh, Bodega Cat suit. Where you have the cat in the backpack. Oh. So with the Orange cat. Spider-Verse one, you can uh, set Miles to have the sort of same uh, sort of jolty frame rate animation with his movement, like in the movie. Yeah, and that then, was such a cool touch in the movie, too. Mm-hmm. And then with the uh, Bodega cat suit, uh, the cat will do finishers with you so when you knock out the final enemy it'll mm-hmm. like swat bat them in the face or like kick them with both its uh hind legs so those were just fine kind of funny touches i enjoyed in the game and then i've also seen that there are some pretty cool suits in the uh new game so whenever i get around to playing that we'll have to see if i can Add those and look at that—a bodega cat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The cats have been. I was gone all day yesterday, so they've been pretty attached to me today. Uh, fair enough. Dog was with me though, because I was at my parents yesterday. Mm-hmm. And that's how I showed them both *Violent Night* and *Strays*. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Well, showed my dad that. My, my mom can't handle Violent Night. She's very anti-violence in her movies. Uh, I see. I do like the Spider-Man outfits. I, I didn't I didn't play... Uh, is this from number two, or is this the first Spider-Man? Or, or uh, no? This is from the Miles Morales game. Miles Morales. Yeah. I did play this, then. Um... I didn't use an alternate costume in Miles Morales, but I did in the, in the first Spider-Man. Yeah, the first also has some pretty cool suits. I liked uh, using the Spider-Punk outfit a lot mm-hmm. in that. And then I did Scarlet Spider a few times. 
I don't think oh. I actually changed his outfit. I looked at him and I was like, oh, that's cool. And I just didn't do it. <laughs> Fair enough. It also makes it easier, too, that once you build them, you can also just slot the bonuses slash abilities that you get with the suits just onto the suit that yes. you're wearing. You don't actually have to wear that specific suit to be able to use the ability. Right. True. Um, okay. Yeah, and that's, that's a pretty good uh, modern game with a lot of uh, fun outfits, I will say. Got to make sure. Yep. All right. Cad did not stop recording. It's stepped on a space bar. And I was like, yeah, that's not good. Because space bars stop. But uh-huh. yeah, you have to be focused on the application for that to happen. Good, good, good. Good cat. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Um, so, Sasha, do you have one? Another one, I guess. Yeah. Um, so... I'm not really sure it's like unlockable. It was pre-order bonus back when these that was like a thing. Um, and then you could get the DLC as in the game of the year version later. But the blood dragon armor that you could use in Dragon Age Origins yes. and in Mass Effect 2. Mass Effect 2, I think. I remember um, the blood dragon armor very specifically, yes. I think I actually used it. I, I, I don't, I don't really think I used it much in Mass Effect. I used it a ton in Dragon Age Origins. I used it in, um, so in Dragon Age 2, you said? I'm pretty sure. No, Origins. 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 Um, I, it must it maybe even carried over to 2. I don't remember that, but uh, I definitely used it a ton in Origins because... I remember being saddled with it in Origins in the beginning. And you can't use it because it's not like end game equipment and you don't unlock a chest early in, like until you get the camp. So you're just like walking around with this set of armor. That's really nice. I definitely but had this in a game that I played, but maybe I did play Mass it, Effect a little bit in the day. It was in Mass Effect 2. I, I think I did. I think it's the couple times I tried Mass Effect 2, I think I had it then. Because I definitely yeah. remember this armor, for sure. Because it, it's it's the same set of armor. What's cool about it is it looks like if Commander Shepard was a Grey Warden. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. So it's like, you have that like red dragon from the Dragon Age Origins art. Mm-hmm. Like when you boot up the game. And then it's on that, like, N7 armor, which it looks the same when you equip it in Dragon Age as well. Yeah. I don't know. I just liked it. I thought aesthetically it's a really cool set of armor. Um, I thought it was a really nice way for them to set, like, essentially kind of tie both of those universes together. And there are some Easter eggs in that game. Um, in Dragon Age Origins, because I'm a mm. bibliophile and I read every fucking thing that I pick up, and mm-hmm. they reference yeah. um, Shepard and the Stars. Hmm. So, yeah, it's all it, it's all of a shared universe. So I, I love the Blood Dragon armor for that. It's like a nice little little love story, I guess, for both games and each other. So, yeah. Yeah. 
I do enjoy a shared universe thing at times. I think too many people and things try to tie everything together. Uh, you know, I think a, a lot of this was started by the game theory guy, especially like trying to tie all the fucking Nintendo stuff together. And it's just like, no, they're not. <sighs> like, it's fun to talk about it and think about it, but like, no, I'm sorry. Uh, Rosalina is not Luigi and Peach's illegitimate child. It's just not a thing. <laughs> just, just shut up. <laughs> but I do like when things are connected, especially within their, their own game universe and meant to be so. It's just the point where people are just overreaching and like making up their own connections is where I'm just like, no, come on. It's cool if they did that, but they didn't. So let's move on, please. Um... Yeah, I can't think of any games that I was like, oh, I'm so glad these are connected. I, actually, I guess uh, I was like, oh, it's cool that Apex Legends is connected to Titanfall. But then I was like, but that means I'm not getting a Titanfall anytime soon. So, <laughs> And I don't like Apex. <laughs> or at least I didn't when I first tried it. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I definitely, I definitely remember this Blood Dragon armor. That's for sure. I, I know I wore it. I think it was Mass Effect 2, thinking back. Like, it's been a while. You know, obviously, last year or the year before, I think it was last year, where I replayed all of them. Uh, mm-hmm. Or played all of them, I should say. I never played one at all, and I played and beat everything and got the quote-unquote best endings that I could, I guess. I did get the good ending in two. Mm-hmm. Everyone was alive. And apparently I was only off by like one point or something in the, my first attempt before I had to redo the ending. When he, when he killed Morgan. Yeah. I was like, ooh, that's not good. He died. I need him. <laughs> you, you do. Yeah. It would have been a very different ending of Mass Effect 3. Yeah. Yes, that's for sure. Um, okay. Um, so Blood Dragon Armor. Keeping with the theme of medieval armors, and in fact, I'm sticking with uh, Monster Hunter in a way, because uh, it's not in Monster Hunter, but it is a Monster Hunter armor in another game, which was Lost Planet 2. Mm-hmm. Now, this one is particularly... I like the Monster Hunter armor design in general. This one was particularly exciting at the time because we hadn't seen a decent Monster Hunter game in a while in the U.S. at that point. I think we had, I think we had just had Try, and we didn't have Three Ultimate yet. There was a couple. There was a period of a couple years where we didn't have uh, a lot of Monster Hunters. So it, I was still very much in the stage of. Please bring it to the United States. We're hearing all these mo- awesome Monster Hunter games. And then in Lost Planet 2, you get the Rathalos armor, which, if you don't know, Lost Planet is a Capcom game. So they, of course, could have the rights to their own property, you know, their own with internal properties, and put in a Rathalos armor. And I played in only Rathalos armor through that whole game. I love Lost Planet and Lost Planet 2, but I only played in the Rathalos armor through Lost Planet 2 because I wanted to rep a series that I felt needed more attention. 
Uh, and that's exactly, I think, what the, even the the people who put it in the game said. That, like They wanted to advertise Monster Hunter a bit more to get more traction in the United States. And you know, eventually we got there. I don't remember the exact timeline of when this was. But I think that's actually the try design of the Prothalus armor. And uh, I put a screenshot up there. And you, uh, in this screenshot, you can see him sort of just slashing with a gun at, at uh, one of the acrid, which are the, the bad guys, the weird bug monsters. But yeah, not much to say other than it. I felt very important at the time. I was very into it. I very much wanted to play more Monster Hunter. We weren't getting it in the United States uh, very often at that time. You know, I think we missed several titles. I think uh, there was one of the big releases of Frontier was around there too, where I was like, please, I want to play it, but we never got it. And Mm -hmm. yeah, so I I just just got attached to the Rathalus armor in Lost Planet 2. I swear that's my last Monster Hunter one, though. Everything else is different. I promise. So, uh, third one for you, Ace? Third one is going to be from Dead Space 2023. And it's sort of a Christmassy one if you look at the pod chat. Because it's sort of got <laughs> antlers. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> It's the lone survivor suit, which sort of has two uh, disembodied hands stuck to the to the helmet. So it sort of looks like like antlers. Yeah. And what's fun too is when you walk, they they sort of like jiggle and move too. Okay. I mean, I'm not I'm not grossed out. Yeah, that that's pretty rough. They are uh, pretty good. It's pretty fun. I like it. It's definitely got a distinct look. I'm not a fan of all the fingers on the armor. That's a bit gross. Well, then you might not like the uh, other one that I have picked out coming up next. <laughs> At least it's... Uh... At least it's not as bad. You guys ever see the dumb movie Your Highness? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think so. Oh my gosh. There's the whole thing. Of course I've seen that. <laughs> yeah. There's the whole deal where they fight a minotaur and they cut his dick off and they wear it as a necklace. The the and it starts to stink. And it starts to stink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, it's so much worse than... I mean, but I saw the fingers hanging off of that, and I was like, that looks like the stuff from Your Highness, just smaller. Yeah, and it's huge, too, because it's from a Minotaur. And they're like, they're convinced that it's going to give them power or something. Everyone's just fucking grossed out by it. <laughs> how can you not think that's funny as you talk about it? How <laughs> It is funny. <laughs> I thought it was funny, but like, it's ridiculous at the same time. Like, it was... I thought that movie was funny. I enjoyed it. However, you know, X amount of years... Because I was in early 20s when that came out. And, like, now, like, in my mid-30s, I'm like, ah, maybe that wasn't the best movie. 
Like, yeah, I think I've only seen it once, and I saw it right around when it came out. Yeah, I saw it in theaters. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I rented it from Blockbuster. <laughs> yeah. Back yeah. when they were still around. Yeah. I mean, it was dying then, but... Yeah. Well, it was dying for a long time, to be fair, but yeah. Yep. Yep. That's, yeah, that's that's what that reminds me of. Right there, those fingers. Um, but I, I think the moose antlers, it's funny. It's festive, at least. It's like, hey, I'm Reindeer Isaac Clark. Are those hands? <laughs> Very much strikes me as something Diablo-esque in style, too. They would totally do that. It reminds me of Michonne wearing like all the guts and shit. Yeah. Like maybe a little bit of an easier solution. Right. Yeah. Maybe or, the least to most intrusive. Or, you know, the uh, whispers, if you got that far in The Walking Dead. Mm. Yes. Okay. I did not, but. Gotcha. People, people wearing walker skins to blend in. Okay. It's not an unheard of concept. Oh yeah, like fully fully skinned and dried out and then sewn in the back. Okay. It's fun, right? Mm, no. Zon- that does remind me. You unlock a mask like that in Fallout 3 if you choose to help the ghouls infiltrate Tenpenny Tower. You get this mm-hmm. mask that's a ghoul mask that lets you just walk through the subway tunnels without getting attacked by the feral ghouls, and it is disgusting. And it, I just yeah. think, like, would I put this on my face? But, like, yeah, probably. <laughs> In the matter of survival, you'll probably do a lot of gross yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I guess we're just going to scavenge for some cheesecloth or something. Well, in uh, both Tears of the Kingdom and Breath of the Wild for Zelda, you can uh, you can unlock Baku Goblin masks to to look like different monsters, and they'll actually interact with you instead of fighting you and stuff. It's mm-hmm. that's kind of fun too. Um, that's not an uncommon concept in games to to sort of like put on a mask of an enemy and have them interact with you instead of fight you. Um, heck, in Slay the Spire, there's a there's an item. That is a mask that is one of the the bird people, the bird cultists, and instead of fighting you, they'll have a conversation with you uh, if you have it. And when you get the mask, it says you feel more talkative. So, mm-hmm. I've played a run through of New Vegas where I was on good terms with every faction, including the Potter Gangers that you get vilified with, like right in the very beginning, because mm-hmm. of doing something like that, like finding power ganger armor early on and wearing it and then they're automatically like more likely to talk to you and then you start talking to them and building relationships and i didn't even know that was possible Hmm. because i've always just been hated by them from the very first mission you pick up in the tutorial area yeah yeah Hmm. okay um Gosh, it's also funny too, with uh, 
Breath of the Wild if you put on the the Lionel mask, which is the like one of the toughest enemies. Link will like stand there like Ugh. Yes. Yeah. He'll, He'll just make himself look bigger. Jim bro. He'll just Jim bro himself. Yeah. Yeah, because he's... Lionel will just like stare at him like What the hell are you doing? Why are you so tiny? Yeah. And why don't you have four legs? Why do you only have two legs? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lionels are fucking scary in that game. <laughs> mm-hmm. They get worse in Tears of the Kingdom. They do. Because Tears of they... the Kingdom, they have stone armor. Yes, they do. You have to break through before you can even start doing real damage to them. Yeah. Yeah. You better so have some what bomb I'll do flowers. I'll... Oh, yeah. What I do is I just try to get up to a high point and parachute and then just bomb flower them as much as I can. And then if I haven't done it by the time I hit the ground, then it becomes a little bit more challenging. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I didn't I didn't fight many of them in Tears of the Kingdom. I did not play that game as thoroughly as I did Breath of the Wild. I, I just finished it and was done. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But that's because there's so many things this year, and we're going to get to that eventually. Um, but yeah. Uh, okay, so Isaac Clark with uh, Dead Hand Antlers. Super gross. All right. <laughs> Uh, Sasha, what's your next one? Um, all right. So at risk of a relapse, uh, I want to talk about classic WoW. <laughs> oh no. Okay. Um, yeah. So okay. There were a couple things that I uh, I have here for this. One being taverns. So. Oh geez. I, yeah, those were. A thing. I loved. I loved taverns because. Just a reminder, I peaked at Lich King, so, like, you had to work for your taverns back in the day. They weren't just something you, you got so that did. you could make all your life easier. Like, you had to be exalted with those factions to represent their colors. Yeah. So, um, I specifically really liked the little spore. It's the Sporagar tabard that you would get, oh, which was a Burning Crusade one, but it was like purple and blue and it had a little mushroom on it. And um, I just loved it. I just thought it was really pretty. <laughs> but um, but my favorite tabard, which was you had to be exalted with the Argent Dawn and you had to get it during a special event. Yeah. It was an Argent, was the OG Argent Dawn tabard. And I wore that. I wore that one all the time, unless I was like specifically trying to do something else. But that was like my favorite one. And mm. then I also had um, another one I really liked was a Kalawak one, which were these little like they were these fishermen. I don't even know what they were. I think they were like whale, no walrus people. Yes. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they, I don't know. They made I, a return I, in Dragonflight actually when I played last year. Okay. Um. I had I wanted to be exalted with them specifically because I wanted that fishing pole and I wanted that raft mm. um, to craft the raft that you could um, go across the water and then fish anywhere. Yeah, which I loved that. So I would wear their their tavern too because I worked hard for that and it took forever. So you could only do two daily missions a day for them. Um, yeah, it's not a lot. But the 
No, not at all. And then the other thing I remember in WoW that I worked really hard for. So the auction house was a funny thing because, like, depending on what server you were on, there would be items that were outrageously priced. Like, you'd be like, why is this cosmetic piece of armor that doesn't contribute to anything cost 2,000 gold or, you know, shit like that. So this was even before you could transmog things um, where, like, any piece of armor you pick up, if you equipped it, you could transmog any armor later to it. So this was way before that, but there was this mask, and it was a rare, like, zero point something drop in the dead mines yeah. and Jeez. it was a red defias like bandit mask and it was the first like head equipable item you could use and it didn't contribute to anything it was just cosmetic but i probably ran the fucking dead mines like a hundred times so that i could get it because i couldn't afford to buy it in the auction house <laughs> and i wanted it <sighs> yep so yeah back when gold mattered I mean, it matters still in the game. Well, I was, like... I was trying to pay for flight <clears throat> training. I had a time. Mm-hmm. Can't just buy a fucking cosmetic mask when I can't fly anywhere, walking everywhere. My legs hurt. Yeah, yeah. Gold farming was way harder back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's. You can even pay as a broke. Pay for broke time bitch gold until now. jewel crafting. Yeah. Alrighty, so some classic World of Warcraft uh, tabards and the bandit mask. I do remember hearing about the mm-hmm. bandit mask. I never got it, but I mean, I was gonna say you didn't fall for the Mohawk elf. Mm-mm. I always play Mr. T collab. I can't. I, I I always play Torin. Like I cannot not play Torin. Um, mm-hmm. Then the Native American ties and vibe. I just I had to. Re- I had to rep, and there are also minotaurs. I, I, how do I, <laughs> how do I compete with that? Native American minotaurs. Like I don't. Just, the only thing that comes close is dwarves, and well, we know why I like dwarves. So, <laughs> but the minotaurs went against the dwarves. Um, in my book, yeah. I, I I liked WoW for a long time. I even liked it when I played Dragonflight, but that was, yeah. It's it's so much of a commitment. Even even when it wasn't like when I was like I mean I played I was in a guild. We did raids and stuff last year. It was the first time I was ever at that level of play, and and even then I was just like, eh, okay, like, eh. And like I had an easy mode with rep and stuff, and it was still annoying. Um, you know, I didn't have just you could just do two quests. Like I, if I wanted to focus on rep, I could just continuously do quests for them, but it got boring, so I didn't. And I yeah, still didn't. Yeah, that's that kind of takes some of the appeal away for me. I I, I don't want to go back. If I ever went back, it would be to play the classic version. I know my friend Matt plays the classic version. He doesn't talk about it. Uh, I don't know why, because I've asked him. He's like, nah, I don't play that. And I'm like, I literally see you yeah. on Steam. 
says well it's playing because it's classic. like relapsing on drugs yeah that's why you don't talk about it in friendly conversation <laughs> <laughs> like oh what are you gonna go do after work today like i don't want to talk about it mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy Alrighty, so uh, this this costume that uh, that I have picked is an unlockable costume, and it was in the original version of the game. It's also in the remake, which is Resident Evil 4's Gangster Leon. Uh, and I'm gonna put up a. Uh, it it's not um. It's like Chicago mafia gangster kind of deal. Um. I don't know what it is. But I like pinstriped and zoot suits, and that being a costume in the game, I was like, yes. You do get the Tommy gun with it, and it is a very good gun. It it is an unlockable uh, as well. Um, And yeah, it's just fun to have this survival horror. You just become a Chicago gangster, and you're using your typewriter, which is the alternate name for the... uh, Tommy gun. I think they call it the typewriter um, in the game to uh, mow down uh, Los Plagos or the infected uh, uh, whatever people. They call them the Los Plagos. And yeah, mm-hmm. you just you have fun in this zoot suit and hat and looking stylish and then you just mow down bad guys. <laughs> um this actually, I, when I did some Google searching, you know, just, just to get, get an idea of, like, what other costumes there were, uh, this actually appeared in a lot of people's lists. I was like, yes, someone agrees with me. Um, I've always liked this one. Like, I went to two different proms in a zoot suit, so, and one of them looked like this, except it was, uh, instead of white accents, it was red. So, and no, I don't have pictures of those on me. <laughs> I do have the the one of my yellow suit somewhere, but I'd have to look for it. But yeah, I just I've always liked those kind of suits, uh, probably because the mask. To be honest, as a kid, uh, Jim carries the mask. Yeah. So. Yep. Yep. Ripley also just watched that movie recently. Yeah. Like last week, I heard her go. She's so beautiful. And I walk out and they're watching the mask and she's it's Cameron Diaz in that white dress. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I mean, I, I remember that. I remember as a kid thinking the same thing, like, oh, my God, she's so beautiful. So my kids attached to Milo, the dog. And okay. we were making fun because she's very close. The Milo, not he, he is very close looking to Blinky with Blinky being sort of like a black and white instead of like the caramel and white that Milo is. And for some reason, Blinky doesn't watch TV. She's not a dog that watches TV. It's not interesting to her. She just sleeps or ignores it or whatever, right? She was glued to that TV whenever Milo was on there. And I guess it was because she she saw another dog and she was afraid of it. But the girls took that as... Oh, Blinky has a crush on Milo. Blinky has a crush on Milo. We need to get a dog like Milo. <laughs> so so Blinky can get married. And I'm like, no, that's not that's not how dogs work. <laughs> they don't get married. <laughs> so uh, the girls were really into it for a different reason. 
Um, <laughs> also, just the cartoony stuff was just fun too. Um, yeah, but yeah. So it's probably where I got my love for zoot suits and that kind of thing. And then just having it in Resident Evil Four uh, as a teenager, I was like, yes, yes, I'm going to play as this version of Leon. Thank you. Uh, and then of course they have it in the remake as well. So yeah, that's uh, that's my next one. So uh, Ace, what do you got for you for your next one? Sending it. Okay. Ooh, all the different Batmans. I like that. Specifically, the Batman Beyond and the uh, Batman animated suits. I do Arkham like City. the I do like the animated one where he just has the white eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I grew up with both those shows. Mm-hmm. And I mean. Batman was always uh, Cha- Chauncey's thing. I never watched Batman, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those those two were very good shows. I enjoyed a lot as a kid. I need to re- rewatch them at some point. I mean, Kevin Conroy, isn't that his name? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Rest in peace. I mean, just like Mark Hamill's Joker, just a distinct Batman voice and I think the quintessential Batman voice. Yeah. I don't know that there will be another like it. There probably won't be. I mean, the Christian Bale one became pretty famous, but for different reasons. (laughs) Gosh, I I was watching this YouTube thing. That's me in high school. Yeah. That's me in high school reading Excerpts from Fifty Shades of Grey, Grey and Christian Bale's Batman voice. <laughs> Just to see how my friends reacted. <laughs> and you walked into the room. So it was So it was it was sort of like a combination of Christian Bale's Batman voice and college humor's uh Batman voice. Oh sure. Oh okay, yeah. Okay, so so I'm not as familiar with everything. Um, the blue with black, that's just the original cartoon stuff, right? Or one of the cartoon stuff. That's Adam West, Batman. Adam West, okay. Obviously, well, I think, which is... The, well, I think that wasn't there... He's just actual... a little more... He's just way more buff. Or he's more might be more like the Nightfall Batman, is he? I think... Because I think either in that game or one of the other games, there's like the actual 60s Batman. And then... Because um, this is... Is this, this uh, the old the old Batman next to Batman Beyond? Yes. Yeah, that is... That is uh, uh, Return of the Dark Knight or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Superman versus Superman And then ones. this like really pretty blue one next to animated one mm-hmm. which is the coloring of the Adam West Batman but I think that's Nightfall so I remember my brother having like all those action figures and yeah. <laughs> reading those comics and he was like mm-hmm. super uber buff Batman yeah um, I was going to say the one on the far right reminds me of the Michael Keaton version well I think that one is specifically the Arkham yeah. City one is it? 
Um, okay. I'm not as familiar with Batman, we... obviously. I'm just like, I've seen a lot of them. I've played, I mean, I played Arkham Asylum. I didn't play anything after Arkham Asylum. Um, unfortunately. Same, pretty much. So I'm guessing when we say the Batman Beyond one, that's the one that's like all black with the red bat. Yeah. 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 Okay, I think it's specifically supposed to be 1970s Batman. 19, According the, to the, the blue one, the the one with the blue. Yeah. Okay. Because there's a lot oh, of action man. figures that I remember Chauncey having of that blue. Yeah, that was like heavy in the '90s. How they marketed Batman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, of course, the animated show to the right of that. Those eyes mm-hmm. are iconic for that. Mm-hmm. I almost want to say the big buff one beside the Beyond is the alternate universe one where it's Batman's father who becomes Batman instead of him. Because he's always been beefier and older. No, I thought that was the one where Batman's like old. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, it is. It is the Dark Knight Returns, but yeah, I can definitely see how it's. Similar to the Flashpoint Paradox, Thomas Wayne. Yeah. Um, but that one, the, I think, has uh, tones of red in it. Yeah, that's the one where he's just a straight murderer, too. Like, he just straight up kills people. Like, oh yeah, that version of Batman is not the I won't kill people one. And I have no idea what the, the blue, one between the blue and the beefy Batman are. No idea. They that just... is Earth Batman. One, I believe. So one of the uh, more comic book based ones. Gotcha. Is it me, or does he look like he's doing like the Sylvester Stallone like lip curl thing on that one? I yeah. just <laughs> like. It reminds me. I gotta watch. Uh... Rocky three. I'm doing my holiday tradition of watching all the Rockies. So I've watched one and two. So threes later tonight, I guess. I got a lot I've to been go. Watching the uh, Santa Claus movies with Tim Allen. Oh, Cece recently... loves the first one. Like she wants to watch that all the time during Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um. Also started watching uh the santa clauses mm-hmm. which is a tv show that they have uh it has some cool details because it has some actors returning from like the original like people who were kids sure. during the first movie who played like elves and whatnot mm-hmm. uh but because of who tim allen is there's also some weird lines that like for me at least caught my attention because there's a part where he as santa claus uh there's part of the thing is like similar to the second movie he's like losing some of his magic or like losing his touch or whatever and there's a line when he's getting checked out by a dr elf that uh he's like it's offensive to say Merry Christmas or something like that. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, I get Look, that. I love Tim like, Allen. But... That would be a concern for Santa, but also because of who Tim Allen is, I'm like, 
did we have to have him say that line? He did. Uh, he's extremely, <laughs> extremely right conservative, and it is no, no bar, like, not even close to hidden in uh, Last Man Standing, if you've ever watched that mm-hmm. show. I love it. Don't I get me it. wrong. I love that show. It's funny to me. But mm-hmm. he takes so many cracks at liberalism and all sorts of, op- you know, more being more open about stuff. Because he's, he's, he's a grumpy mm-hmm. old guy that, you know, peak of his career was in the 80s and 90s when, you know, this stuff wasn't uh, an issue in quotations. Um, I mean... His best, uh, his book that he sold was "Don't Stand Too Close to a Naked Man," where he talks about, you know, what would we consider toxic mas- masculinity stuff. So, like, I like him. He's a pretty funny actor, but yeah, his political beliefs are a little too uh, different from mine. I would say. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, but yeah, he's still funny to me. Um, I do yeah. love his callbacks to, to home improvement in last man standing though. There's several, mm-hmm. uh, there's a whole bit about this lady who had a husband who used to work on a tool show who died, uh, years ago. And it, it is the same actress who played his wife in tool time or yeah. home improvement. So it's funny. Um, I mean, I enjoyed Rewatching the Santa Claus and uh, catching all the for for the grown-ups jokes, like when he's at the uh, company Christmas party and he's talking about how uh, Johnson's secretary is sitting on his lap and it's like, oh, uh, that mm. would not have flown today. Yeah, that would not have been a line that would have been uttered today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's all sorts of yeah. He's an interesting, interesting guy, that's for sure. <laughs> and he's a snitch. Yeah. All right. Well. Okay. So Batman. Uh, and this is which one is this specifically? Is this Arkham, uh, city? Arkham City. City. Okay. Yeah. I haven't I'm... I haven't looked at the suits from, uh, Arkham Knight, but I assume they're some pretty cool ones in there oh yeah i mean like you know late to late you know 20 2010 to 2020 is like our peak like alternate costume dlc stuff like there's so many games that do that at that time even level 4 2010 the 20 aughts i think is what people call them yeah um Okay, uh, Sasha, do you do you want to go? Sure. Um, so I like in the Dead Rising series that it's kind of, I guess, kind of like alternate costumes, but you can make your own. Yeah, yeah. Costume There's all sorts by of costumes. shopping yeah. in the mall, <laughs> just kind of picking out whatever you want. Um, but you also can unlock the Mega Man outfit. Yes. In the original Dead Rising. Um, and then it comes in different parts, so you don't actually have to wear the whole thing. Um, and the blaster is a really nice weapon to have if you're mm-hmm. trying to do like a speed run 
or um, some of the other really annoying achievements like Frank the Pimp, where you have to escort seven women at the same time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because a lot of them won't like carry weapons and things. Um, worst escort missions ever in a game, Dead Rising. So if you uh, unlock certain achievements, you get parts of the Mega Man costume. So you don't, it's not like any single feat that unlocks the whole costume. Right. You have to do certain things. Um, so I don't know. I think it's funny to see Frank like running around dressed like Mega Man. But in Dead Rising 2, I specifically enjoyed walking around in um, slippers and underwear and the like Capcom mask. Yeah. And you can wear a Blanca mask. And I think you find in the second game which was very funny to me, and you can find that in the third game, too. So, like, little Capcom Easter eggs are all peppered through with things you can wear in Dead Rising. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure there's probably more Easter eggs, but since I don't play a lot of Capcom games, they probably go over my head. I'm pretty sure there was uh, there were some Devil May Cry ones, if I remember correctly. but Oh, yeah, I, w- I wouldn't know at all. That'd be. I'm also pretty sure there wasn't Monster Hunter ones. Uh, that was that was. A, it was a dark time for us Monster Hunter fans because we were like. <laughs> it was a dark time. Well, we like we weren't getting anything. Like there would be a game coming out, and we'd be like, "Please, you know, please, United States, please," and then it wouldn't happen. Um, and then, you know, we eventually got some, but not all of them. But like would be like okay so so put stuff in dead rising so like we, we can advertise it more like like we were like as a community just trying to get people to be like be into the game so we can get it we need more people on board so it sells more so we get it like and then um so i remember there was a lot of people being like just put like because there's so many other capcom things in dead rising just put a monster hunter thing in there like a sword or something i feel like they could have because i i i think i remember there being a set of survivors that are playing dnd mm-hmm. it's like that easily could have been like yeah shifted it could have yeah but no like it's just it didn't happen so i yeah i don't I mean i don't blame them it doesn't really fit the the theme i guess that well but like at the same time Game's bonkers. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't think that there's, there's not really a theme when we're talking about wear whatever the hell you want in any cutscene. Like Frank's wearing like a skirt. I've had Frank wear heels. I've had Frank wear like the most ridiculous shit. You can put a face and makeup on if you take him to the makeup counter in the department store. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I did. I only lightly played the games. But I did. I never played more than a couple, you know, like twenty or thirty minutes on the first one. I think so. Mm-hmm. But I, I do enjoy the the silliness of the game, just from you know seeing it from other people and, and stuff. Um. So yeah, Dead Rising. Uh. Lots of fun costumes there. There's so many. 
I think I like the Lego head. I think that was one of my favorites that I saw. I do like that one too. So, uh, so, so my next one, um, this is at a time of, I'll just say it's from Bayonetta. Now don't get me wrong. We know Bayonetta is a, not, not the, the greatest example of, uh, female representation in games. However, (laughs) however, I think these are some of the, to me, the most hilarious costumes I've seen in some games because of what happened to Bayonetta 2 where it wasn't getting funded and Nintendo helped and stepped in. So then we get this crazy foray of four costumes and people were mad because they because Bayonetta originally was on Xbox and PlayStation and people wanted it on those systems and they're like, nope, it's on Wii U exclusively. And here's why. We got Samus... We got Link, we got Princess Peach, and you can see it in the back. Oh, that's Fox McCloud. That's an abomination. They did you dirty, Bayonetta. You deserve better than that. With, with the Link one. Yeah, that's. But the one specifically that I want to highlight, and I'm going to put another picture here, is the Fox McCloud one, which isn't very good, well represented there. Where she's dressed like a furry. Not just that. Her weapons become the ships, the R wings. I mean, that's kind of cool. Are those ships on her boots? Yes. I mean, that's kind of cool, but the the R wings they replacing the standard pistols with the R wing, which is the the Star Fox ships, was so funny, and I believe it even had the laser sound when they shot from Star Fox. Oh yeah. So the the. Like like the, just the iconic Star Fox sound of when you shoot. So, to to me, this was a very high quality alternate outfit uh, that that came out of, hey hey Nintendo helped fund us, so we're gonna you were gonna put some costumes in there. Bayonetta always has had diff- alternate costumes and stuff, but they were like in universe things and they weren't very silly. And then you get to Bayonetta two and just here's the Nintendo ones. Have fun. Like, I mean, you can be Princess Peach. Makes sense. You, can, you can be Link. Like, I know, Sasha, you're not a fan of Link. We get it. No, I mean, like, what she's wearing, though, and that's, that hat is just wrong. Like, it's ugly. It looks like the Colombian fur helmets in Morrowind as well. Oh, the, the, just the really tall like cone hat yes but that is link's hat yeah. she's just filling it out more than link does yeah, yeah she it just looks should like have flopped asshole. over a little I'm bit more. <laughs> <laughs> okay i mean i like the coins and stars and stuff on on the princess peach one the jewelry and there's like a little mario doll on her hip um the samus one it, it's a it's a pretty good one uh, with the arm blaster and, and stuff. But the Star Fox one, because of the R-Wings, is the one that just... That's the one that really sells it for me. I don't, I'm don't. i not sure about the Link one. I guess you can hold the Master Sword there, but it's not as interesting to me as having R-Wings for guns. It's just so fun. 
But yeah, like a lot of people were very upset that Bayonetta was a Nintendo exclusive suddenly. But I don't know. That means I got to play it at the time. So. Well, then I guess the other companies should have uh, chipped in or beaten Nintendo to the punch. Yeah, or tried to work with them. See, that that's where there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of at this time because Nintendo wasn't like selling very well because of the Wii U and stuff where they just sort of threw money at a game. They're like, Hey, we'll help you out if you help us out. And that built some relationships. That's why Bayonetta is still very tied in Nintendo these days. Um, And I'm okay with that. A platinum games uh, who does Bayonetta. um, I think it's platinum. Uh, Pretty sure it is. Uh, they also did Wonderful 101 with uh, with them. That's fun. Uh, they also did Astral Chain, I believe. You know, the great beat 'em ups and God of War is no longer you know that style of game. So Bayonetta is kind of like the forerunner of that genre, in my opinion. If you want to play that style of game, and I know Sasha, you're not a big fan of of those, but I don't know. I like them. I liked Bayonetta three. It's fun. Don't care for the story, but <laughs> since when? Since when is it? Well, that's not true. I do like several games with their stories, but like that's not a big detractor for me at times, depending on the game. So yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Bayonetta as Star Fox. That is as my second to last one. So uh, Ace, do you have one more at least? Oh yeah. So, because I'm obviously such a big fan of Dead Space, mm-hmm. I decided for my last one, I'd just go with a uh, smattering of ones from all the games. Okay. Uh, so first up, not a very good image of it, is the Obsidian suit. Uh, in the actual game. It's a very dark but like glossy black suit because it's supposed to be obsidian. Like, act- like actual obsidian. Yeah. And then from Dead Space 2 is the riot armor, which is like a Polizia theme black suit. Kind of a kind of a theme going there. I sort of like the darker outfits. Uh, this one is sort of an honorable mention because I haven't played Dead Space 3 so I figured I would give a sort of like a uh, nod for Sasha it's the N7 crossover armor that Mm. they did Mm -hmm. and then from the new game is the level 6 suit where you get to look like the uh the troopers aboard the what is it the ship that tries to come to rescue you but takes the escape pod that has the necromorph in it and so they all get murderized um I think it's the O'Bannon or something like that it's a weirdly named ship and then very here's skull looking. the the uh, 
other DLC suit that you can get the infected suit. Gore suit is what I would call that. Jeez. So sort of necromor yeah. necromorphized Isaac with uh, obviously a sort of distended or deorganized stomach area and you can actually see like his spine through it and stuff. You can see through it. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, he still acts like he's fine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, poor, uh, poor Blinky. Catwing and then, to go over Unfortunately for Dead Space, the remake, the DLC DLC suits that you have don't really uh, have any added benefits. Sure. At least not that I remember. Like, they don't have damage resistance or inventory slots, I don't think. Um, but they are fun and very nice to look at. Sure. Yeah. That's the cool thing is I do like when alternate costumes do have some benefits, but it's okay if they don't. Like, just having an aesthetic mm -hmm. difference is just fine. Dog, why are you shaking violently? What did you eat? <laughs> or are you just that afraid of the cat right now? All right. Well, anyways. Um, okay. Uh, is So that's a lot of different... I didn't expect them to have that many different outfits, to be honest. Because I, and then I also, uh, but I, I remember seeing the N7 one, but I like I didn't remember there being a lot of alternate outfits other than me make you know saying like oh there's probably one from Dead Space that you're gonna use, um, yeah. And I also looked it up too. Uh, Arkham Knight has a bunch more of the uh, Batman suits throughout the different things. It's got the Flashpoint Thomas Wayne suit. It's okay. got the Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice suit. Uh, it's got the uh, 80s movie, like the Batman Returns The Batnip suit? I think so. Maybe. <laughs> or it's got the original one, not the Batman and Robin one. Right, right. Uh, they've got the classic TV show, so like the Adam West and the Robin and Catwoman accompanying ones. Mm -hmm. So, a lot more variety in that game if you want to change up how Batman looks. Yeah. So. Hmm. Okay. The various suits of Isaac Clark. I like it. And uh, yeah, the uh, I like the... Uh, I don't know. I'm, I, I'm not sure if I'm going to try the Batman stuff, but hey, if it's on Game Pass, I might... Because, you know, I wouldn't have to pretty play sure it. Pretty sure it is. I don't... I haven't looked. Pretty, I'd, I'm pretty sure it is, because I think Jack has played it. Um, and also in Dead Space, they also have the... The uh, Sanctified suit, I think is usually what they call it, or, at least, or the Unitology suit, where it's got, like, a bunch of the... Uh, Necromorph alphabet or characters on it. Oh. So it's got, like, those... Those cool. all over the... Cult looking Armor shit. And the weapons. Yeah. Yeah. I I could get behind that. That's fun. I uh 
in the purpose of the story for the you know the game that inspired as Coromon, you have to change outfits at times to to sort of do certain things. And there's an uh, there's an uh, your character does not your your Coromon. Um, there's a point where you have to don this red cultist outfit that you find to infiltrate the cult, uh, and it's it's fun. <laughs> and and me with my character. Have you guys seen what my character looks like? I, I put. I think I put I think it so. on the. I, I saw. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I enjoy it m- much. Uh, I'll show you Ace. But I like having a beard in a game, and this game really went hard on the beard. I'm trying to find it. Yeah, there it is. I'll just put it in our pod chat that we've been using. So that's in the cultist outfit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I just love it. (laughs) Oh, boy. Looks like I'm going to step on my beard. So big. Um, But yeah. Um, okay. Uh, Sasha, what's your, uh, final one? All right. I haven't actually unlocked all of these, but I think that there are some kind of endless combinations in Midnight Suns. Oh, yes. So, yeah, so Midnight Suns, you can unlock four different costumes for each one of your party members, and the costumes tend to be, like, most of their really iconic looks. Mm-hmm. So like mm-hmm. um, the one that the one that's like just sticking in my head the most are the storm ones. Mm-hmm. So you've got like the the punk version of storm with the mohawk and the leather vest and the like studded belt. And then you've got the 90s storm like from the cost uh, the cartoon where she's yeah. got like the white stuff. And I don't know, like the the billowy dress. Cape that's, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then there's two other ones. I always have her in the, the nineties X-Men costume. Cause that's because why not? Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's my storm. Um, but then within each costume that you pick, they have like, I don't know, 10 different color variants that you can choose. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So like really kind of just endless combinations. Um, and it is, it is something you have to be choosy about because you unlock um for cosmetic things it's called gloss so it's not something that you just have like an endless amount of you do need to pick and choose what you like so i have everybody outfitted the way i like them and then now i'm kind of just banking gloss and and spending it when i feel like sure um i really want to do something fun but I haven't unlocked everybody's costumes, and I actually haven't even unlocked everybody's characters because I just full stop stop playing Midnight Suns when I got my new Xbox. So, yeah, I do believe that is on Game Pass though. And even though I did have it on PlayStation, uh, I didn't get around to it before I got rid of everything. So I got rid of it with the PlayStation because I wouldn't be able to play it. It's just you know a disc sitting yeah. there. So, but I could pick this back up to play on Xbox, uh, but 
I don't know. I have not been very motivated to play on console right now. Like I said, I've been pretty stuck on Coromon and Slay the Spire recently. So we'll see. I do want to play that game eventually. J uh, Jacob really sold it to me when he was talking about it, and we were gonna we were gonna play it for. It was actually we were gonna do Bickering Bucks, but you know Bickering Bucks has been on hiatus since like March, so. I do intend to go back, but, you know, Starfield has kind of been it yeah. for me. So, yeah. Yeah, sometimes it's just you only have time or mental energy to play one game. Like, I get it. So, uh, my final one uh, is what for a long time was my favorite quote-unquote power-up. Uh but it became much more popular thanks to the movie, which is Cat Mario. I think it's hilarious. Uh, I've loved Cat Mario. It's like one of the coolest power-ups in Mario's history, in my opinion. Like, you get to run up the flagpole. Like, you know, you the traditional, you hit the flagpole and like, oh, that's it. You hit it where it is. Nope. Cat Mario says, fuck that. You get to go to the top every time because you're going to climb the pole. Um such a funny and interesting moment in the Mario movie. Uh, if you haven't seen it where he becomes cat Mario, because everyone's like, Holy crap. Yeah, laugh at him. yeah they're like laughing at him. Ah, he's a cat, especially donkey Kong. And then Mario just kicks his ass as cat Mario. Cause he's just so more agile than him. Uh, yeah. uh it's just so good. Um, it's one of my favorite parts of the movie, to be honest. Um, and a very good movie. Uh, and the cat suit has always been kind of cool. The cat suit was kind of a little bit of a big deal when it came out in 3D World. Uh, back on the Wii U, people are like, there was a lot of fan art of it. A lot of people excited for it. Because it's like, oh, it's cool. Mario is a cat now. And it was like a thing. But then like the, the movie, I think, sort of immortalized this outfit for Mario. Because of how, how, how great of a movie, movie moment it was. So yeah, I... I love cat Mario. It's just a thing. And obviously I like cats. I'm a cat person now that I have cats again. I haven't had cats in gosh, I haven't had my own cats since well, those cats became my parents' cats back in 2014, 2015. Mm -hmm. Like right after C yeah, it was January after CC was born in 2015 that I had to give up my cats. So right. now I've got two more. That bug the hell out of Blinky. I'm sorry, dog. <laughs> but yeah. So yeah, that's that's it. Alternate costumes and video games. Um, next week is uh, is the weekend after the Game Awards. So I'm sure that I will have a lot to say about the, that. Uh, I do believe, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, Game Awards are Thursday. So it's probably going to be a majority of what I'd like to talk about next week. Um, and of course, the week after, Sasha, you're gone. So we'll figure something out. And then we'll go from there. Um, so you've just been playing Starfield. Have you, have you been playing more things, Ace, or no? Not really, no. 
Okay. Eventually, I want to. I want to do like more of a deep dive talk about Coromon because uh, it has. I think uh, Sasha, as a Pokemon X enthusiast, I think you'll enjoy it. Um, I think there's a lot of things that make it interesting that make it adjacent to Pokemon, being in the same genre, of course. Um, but there's a lot of interesting things that it does that Pokemon doesn't, I, I believe. Um, one of the big things for me is, um, and this is just my opinion, it could be, uh, all of the monsters feel somewhat in either way interesting or viable versus Pokemon. There's so many trash ones that are possibly interesting, but they have either a niche uses or just aesthetically cool. And that's it. Like they're kind of junk. Um, including actual trash. Yes. Including actual trash. Uh, and I really enjoy, I don't think I've run across a Cormon that I've been like, that looks like it's terrible. Uh, yet. Like, most everything has three evolutions. Instead of the, there being a lot of singles and doubles, there are doubles in this one where it's just like one and two stages for certain ones. But that doesn't... But in, whereas Pokemon, if something has a triple evolution, it, a lot of times it's just more powerful at the third evolution. Mm-hmm. Uh, the final evolution for a lot of these, Coromon, are pretty on par with each other. Like, um... The game is actually challenging. I'm actually having to grind. Uh, it has a built-in Nuzlocke mode. It has a built-in like nice. hardcore Nuzlocke mode, where not only does it like it, it, it's not even like oh no I you know I lost and you know I got to release this this Pokemon and not keep it in my party. It's like no, if that thing faints, it leaves your party forever. And they also have a mode where you can only catch one per area. Which is like the hardcore Nuzlocke. So like you got to yeah. really, really pick what your Coromon are. And like it's got an easy mode if you want to go the other way where between every battle you get fully healed up and stuff. So uh, like as far as like a game, it has a lot more features that Pokemon doesn't just as a game. And I think that's mm-hmm. fun and interesting. Uh, and it, but uh, like other than that, it's instead of pokeballs, they're spinners. It's literally just like a capsule that you throw out and it spins and catches them. And it's, it's very much a Pokemon clone. It's just, I think in some ways it just does it better. Uh, so it's not, I, I won't say it's better than Pokemon. I think Pokemon's a little more established on certain things, but uh, as far as like things in the genre, it's the closest to Pokemon it's come and it's got its advantages over Pokemon in my opinion, to be fair. I think it's giving it a run for its money if it has some more sequels yeah. coming. If it does. Because I mean, po- po- Pokemon's well, well ahead with, you know, 20 plus years under its belt to improve things. And it's not like this game, I mean, this game did learn from that, but it also, you know, any game starting out does have kinks to work out too. So, yeah. yeah. I'm probably going to talk about the game of the year stuff. It's not on my list yet, but it probably will be. Like, it's pretty damn good. And that's all I've been playing, honestly. Is I, and like I said, a little bit of Slay the Spire. 
just because I can play Slay the Spire and eat dinner or something. <laughs> like I can do do yeah. that at the same time without thought. So, and then uh, going back to uh, suits and outfits in games briefly, mm-hmm. I also like uh, in uh, Tears of the Kingdom when you get the uh, finally get all the pieces of the Yiga outfit and you go to like other villages mm-hmm. in the world and you talk to people, they're initially shocked because you, they think you're uh, a, Yiga, a clan. Yiga clan member and they're like, Link, that's not funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's kind of a funny reverse because like all the Yiga clan members are dressed like normal people. To begin with, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's... There's a lot of Yiga clan members, to be honest. It's like, how did this thing get that much traction? Jeez. They're yeah, losers. I mean... It's funny, too, because I'm always... I'm always, like, able to tell for some reason. I don't think there's ever been one, one that I haven't been, like, this... This is just a normal person. I'm always like, this is definitely a Yiga. You can tell by the dialogue pretty easily. Well, no, like, even before that, I'm just like, what are you why doing are you out wandering here? around out <laughs> right? here? Yeah. Yeah. There's a couple. So you'd think that with that, that sort of uh, suspicion that I'd be able to plan ahead, like, all those uh, readers of the. Uh, those funny videos where they plant like a device to eliminate the Yiga clan member in one hit. But no, I'm just like, bring it on. Yeah, I just fight him when I when I was playing. Got a drawer that's stuck. All right, so um, yeah, the Yiga clan stuff is funny. I might need to. I I did play a little more of that game, but. I feel like I didn't give it its due time because I didn't do all the shrines. But then uh-huh. I did finish that game. Like I didn't I didn't feel like I had to do all the shrines. But then like th- my completionist brain is like, but you didn't do all the shrines. And I'm like, why? I've beaten the game. I don't need to. I don't need to anymore. I don't need the hearts. Like But then my brain's but you didn't do it. And I'm like, but I don't need it. <laughs> so like I always think about playing the game again and I'm like, nah, I'd rather play some other things. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I've been playing uh, not as much as last week. Um, but I have been playing a little more Call of Duty with Jared and everything. And I'm getting a little better at the game because my nap- map knowledge is getting better and He's helped me out with that, but like I only play with him at this point. Like normally, I'd be like hardcore, just play it all the time. But just, I am not playing it by myself at all. <laughs> so um, yeah, uh, I don't. I don't have much else to say tonight. Um, just kind of a goofy idea for tonight's episode. Trying to take things a little easier because the holidays and everything going on. So. Yay. (laughs) Um, We will catch you guys next week. 
uh, hope, hopefully, and we'll talk probably game award stuff, probably some little more too, because there's gonna there's bound to be some decent announcements, I would think. Um, gosh, last year probably there was not like, Monster Hunter. No, no, but I mean we can look forward to other announcements for sure. Um, I, s- I swear if Monster Hunter now wins the fucking mobile mobile game, I'm gonna be so pissed. Yeah, it's kind of the least of my concerns. Oh, oh, I watched a Q&A thing with Keely about the show. Uh, and one of the questions uh-huh. is, how, how, what are you doing about security? Because if you guys remember last year, the the Game of the Year winner had some rando go up on stage and talk about... Uh, who reformed was? Rabbi Bill Clinton. Yeah, Bill, mm-hmm. Reformed Rabbi Bill Clinton. Yeah. Um, Hmm? <laughs> so hopefully that won't be happening again. But yeah. Elden Ring was the winner. That's what I remember. Yeah, I remember because uh, I was so underwhelmed by that winning. I was like, really? Really? <laughs> Elden Ring? <laughs> I think Tears of the Kingdom is going to take several awards. We'll see if that'll be one. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, it's got a tough competition this year, though. Like, there's some... Lot of lot of buzz for some other games, up there too. Mm-hmm. Like Alan Wake, I don't I don't understand why Alan Wake got, dude. Cat, I have taken you down like four times. Hold on. Um. No, must give attention now. Jeez. Um. I I I don't know. I know people were excited about Alan Wake too. I have no context for that game at all. Okay, cat. <laughs> she is still right back. What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> um, you you just need to get a uh, infant harness and just. I do that to her sometimes, right where I put her in, the, but she doesn't want to stay like that. I don't know. She's no, just like a like an actual like infant harness and then you put the legs through at the bottom mm. so that she can't get that type of leverage and then she just has, has to sit there she'll probably just meow and then you could like feed feed treats the whole time <laughs> yeah alrighty well uh, thanks everyone for listening be sure to join the discord um, on the discord you have pictures of all the things we talked about tonight uh, open for people to see on the pod chat, which I think is an open channel. Yeah, it's an open channel. And then uh, don't lay on the keyboard, cat. I swear. Nope. <laughs> and then um, uh, on X, we are uh, Hunter Sub Pod. And yeah, uh, Ace Badger Gaming as well. And we'll, uh, we'll see you next Sadly. time. Sadly. Yeah. We'll see you next time. Laters. Laters, baby.